Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In lesson 18 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to study three more parables. The first one is the prodigal son, which we may find in Luke 15, verse 11 through 32. Then the second one is the rich man and Lazarus, which we may find in Luke 16, verse 19 through 31. And the third parable is about the Pharisee and the publican, which is recorded in Luke 18, verse 9 through 14. Three more parables with a lesson. Because the enmity of the Jews, particularly the Pharisees, is increasing against Jesus. And so Jesus is using these parables again to teach the people that he has come to seek and to save sinners, not the righteous. And so in the first parable, uh, the prodigal son, uh, we read of a man who has two sons. And one day the younger son comes to his father and says, Father, give me my inheritance. Now you should note how wrong that is uh, to ask for an inheritance uh, before your father has even died. Uh, that tells us uh, something of the heart of this younger son, that he has evil intentions, uh, that he does not care about his father, but he wants his father's goods. And then uh, we see uh, that the father gives him his inheritance. And then uh, this uh, younger son uh, takes that money and he travels uh, to a far country, away from his father, away from all those rules and all that religion. He wants to live for himself. And so he has many friends around him in that far country because he has money that he can use for food and for drink and for women. But then gradually that money is wasted. It's gone. And so he has wasted it in riotous living, not caring about tomorrow. 
But then when his money is gone, suddenly there is a famine in the land that makes it worse for him. Not only does he not have money anymore, but now to buy food is more expensive than it would be normally. Uh, we know that is true any time that there is a famine. And so he needs to go and look for a work. And finally he finds some work for a farmer taking care of the swine, the pigs. And there, from day to day, he is walking in that field taking care of those swine. But he is suffering of hunger and of want. Oh, then there are times that he would love to take of the husks from the corn that they bring to the swine to feed them. But no man gives him any. And then finally, finally he sits down. He is so desperate and poor and needy. And then it says he came to himself. We would say he repented. He began to think of what he had done and how wrong it was. And then he said to himself, My father's servants, uh, they have food enough and more, and they have everything they need, and I perish with hunger. I will go to my father, and I will say to him, that I have sinned against heaven and against thee. I am not worthy to be called thy son, but make me as one of your servants, then at least I will have food to eat. And so we see him traveling. Oh, at first, probably somewhat boldly, but as he travels further, he becomes more hesitant because he begins to think, what will his father say? Will his father even receive him? And then such a wonder happens because the father has not forgotten his son. The father has been hoping and praying that his son would return. And then one day as he is looking down the path into the distance, Oh, there he sees his son coming. And then he goes to his son and he embraces him. He hugs him and he has compassion upon him. And then that younger son says to his father, I have sinned against heaven and against thee. I am not worthy to be called thy son. But the father stops him there, and the father is joyful, and he says, Bring me the best robe and the best shoes, and kill the fatted calf that we may have a feast. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but he is found. And so they prepare a meal, a feast of joy, and so there will be joy in heaven over one sinner who repenteth. But then the elder son hears the music coming from the house and he asks, what is this? What's happening? And then the servants say, your younger brother has returned and your father has killed the fatted calf 
and made a feast. Oh, then that elder son is angry, and he would not go in, even when the father came and begged him to come in. And when the father says, your brother was dead and he is alive again, we have reason to rejoice, come. But the elder son says, no, I have served thee all these years. I have been faithful. I have kept thy commandments. And I have never received a kid to make merry with my friends. But please understand well, this elder son was filled with self-righteousness. He thought he had earned it. He had never learned to know that he had lost it. And therefore, the father says, all that I have is thine. All the things of this world you may have, but your brother was dead and is alive again. Oh, then there is joy, as we said, in heaven, but also joy amongst God's people when a prodigal son, a lost one, returns again. And then the question for this parable is, are you like the younger son, a prodigal who has turned his back to everything and gone into the world? Oh, then that you may repent and return because the father is willing to receive you. Or are you like the elder son, full of self-righteousness, thinking that you have done everything good and therefore God owes you something. Oh, what an awful disappointment that will be. In the second parable, we see the rich man and Lazarus in Luke 16, verse 19 through 31. And then we see a rich man living in a large fancy home is surrounded by a courtyard, a fence enclosing this courtyard. And this man enjoys the best of foods and he has the best clothing. He has everything the world can offer him. But outside of the gate of his court, there lays a beggar, a man full of sores. His name is Lazarus. We may not confuse him with Lazarus, the brother of Mary and Martha. No, this is a parable. And then this Lazarus is a name that Jesus uses. And this a poor man lays there at the gate, longing to eat even the crumbs from the rich man's table. And then it says the dogs came and licked his wounds. That was the only comfort that he had, uh, because that would cool those wounds. But one day this poor man dies and we can imagine that they have taken him and laid him in a common grave. But the angels took his soul into heaven, into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also dies. Oh, we can imagine the large procession that followed him when he was to be buried. But, oh, read what it says. He opened his eyes in hell, in the torments of hell. And then, oh, he sees in the distance 
Lazarus sitting in the bosom of Abraham. And then he cries to Abraham and says, Father, Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus with some drops of water to cool my tongue. But Abraham then says to him, Son, in your life you had all the good things, and Lazarus had to suffer want. But now Lazarus is comforted, and you are suffering the torments. And besides, Abraham says, there is a great gulf between you and me. There is no man that can come from you to us or from us to you. And then this rich man says, send Lazarus to the earth to warn my brothers that they will not have to come to this place of torment. And Abraham says, but they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And the rich man says, but no, Father Abraham, if someone rose from the dead and warned them, then they would listen. But Abraham says, no, if they will not hear the word of God, they will not hear someone who is raised from the dead. Oh, then we have to understand what a difference between heaven and hell. And then the title of this parable, we would say, is totally wrong. It should not be the rich man and Lazarus, but it should be the poor man and the rich Lazarus. For this poor man had everything on earth, but could take nothing along and suffered eternal want. But Lazarus was poor upon earth, but oh how rich he is when he may enter into that eternal glory. May that be a warning for you and me. The third parable is about the Pharisee and the publican. And we find this in Luke 18, verse 9 through 14. And in this parable, Jesus says, two men went to the temple to pray. The one, a Pharisee, and the other, a publican. And he says, see that Pharisee, he walks to the front of the temple, and there he boldly stands in front of everyone so they all can see him. And then he begins to pray, but hear his prayer. God, I thank thee that I am not as wicked as other men, and that I am not like this publican. I fast twice a week, and I give tithes. Lord, I do all the good things. But then we see the publican standing in the back of the temple, and he does not even dare to raise his eyes, but rather he smites upon his breast and hear his prayer. It's a sigh. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. That's all he can pray. He has nothing to lay before the Lord but sin. And then he can only plead for mercy. And then Jesus says, the publican's prayer is heard 
because he that exalteth himself will be abased, but he that humbleth himself will be exalted. Oh, then the Lord hears the needy when they cry. May you and I receive a prayer with the publican. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And then in these three parables, we see so clearly that Jesus came to seek and to save sinners, not the righteous. Oh, that we may learn to know that we are sinners and that there is no righteousness in us, but that it is only the righteousness of Jesus Christ that saves sinners. Thank you.